welcome to the Northwoods Park House of Power podcast. This will be the seventh grade uh, team's outlet to the parents and to students and to other teachers around the school and everybody in the real world, really. Uh, we will talk about things that are going on in the seventh grade, issues that we might be having, um, assignments going on, what's going on at the park, what students can expect. Um, and invite different guests every week. Uh, my vision for this podcast is to let each of you have your voice as teachers. We can do all of you at during a session, or we can do as many as just one or none. Um, but we'll we'll bring guests on every day. Every time we do the podcast, I would envision it going about twice or two times a month or bi-weekly um, and just having some fun with it and showing some some of our personalities on here and so in light of the first guest uh, today the first guest will be the fabulous wonderful Mrs. Farney um, 30-year veteran teacher at White Oak High School she teaches the always intriguing and um, exciting math and so, welcome, Miss Farney. Mr. Farney, I am so excited to be here today and so excited to be your first guest. <laughs> I have nothing but knowledge to share. That is very corny, but what else would we expect? Um, so, when talking with people, I always tell them that my best mentor um, was my wife. My wife is an ultimate professional. Um, even though I have to think that she is very close after 30 years in teaching to being a complete psychopath. Um, but her advice has always been good. What advice would you give beginning teachers, first year, second year, third year, even 10th year teachers? What would be your advice to teachers? Number one, don't let yourself be overwhelmed by all the information and responsibilities and things that you think you have to get done right then. Number two, have a plan. You always have to plan. You always have to think ahead. You cannot walk in and wing it. That's just, you have those two, that's it, the two? Two was enough. Not remember, I don't want to overwhelm them with new right number three. <laughs> someone feels I need to have more. Number three, find a good buddy teacher. This may not, it may or may not be your mentor teacher, but a good buddy teacher who can answer questions and you just kind of guide you around or someone you can bounce ideas off of. So, who would be your buddy teacher? Would that be Miss, Miss uh, Smith? Yes, Meredith and I are a good team together. We are excellent. Nice. That's um, my marigold. Okay. Yeah, and just so you guys know, I brought her my marigold home. Um, off a funny story, when I was I went to Wendy's on the way home, I had my marigold in my cup holder, and the woman at the at the ordering whatever you call it, at the ordering station, she the drive-through. The drive-through. Um, she said, oh, I, I really like your, your flower. And I told her what the story about it was. And 
she said, oh, that's so sweet. But she had like a, a physical problem where she was just kind of shaking. Uh-oh. And <laughs> her machine was taking long to run my card. So it was it was very awkward because she had my card. Within, and I thought, what the hell is going on here? All she's doing is shaking and saying, that's so sweet. So I was, I was, uh, you know, I thought, I'm in Wendy's hell right now. And please give me my card back before it. So anyway, I brought, uh, yeah, I brought the, the marigold home and now it sits on the mantle. Um, one of the issues that we have in this house, I won't call it an issue, but it, it is really is cats. Um, I would like it noted for the record that I only had one cat before I got Mr. Farney. Now I have four cats. Okay. You just think and, about that. For yeah, and that one cat is gone, and he lives in our hutch now as ashes. <sighs> um, I found one cat. They came to me, Luke, and then all the rest of them are on you. No, the others are families. You, I didn't even get a choice on oh, Pete. that's true. Pete, I just adopted. Yeah, you're right. Pete boy, she decided she wanted an orange cat, so there goes Pete boy. And then the other two were cats that ran up, and we kept them, even though they had ticks in the bunghole. Um, we did, yeah, yeah. Um, so one of my colleagues who I won't mention has six cats and that's not crazy at all. No. And probably in the twenties of cats that live, I'm doing air quotes outside, even though she showed us pictures last week of her bringing one in. Do you think it's cruel to bring one of those cats in to say, this is what you could be doing, but you're not, get out again? No, there are some cats that are indoor, outdoor. Some don't like it indoors. But it's not cruel. This was a little kitten. She knows what's best for her household. That's a very political answer. I don't make any judgments of cat people. <laughs> if they are taking care of their cats and feeding them and you know getting them spayed and neutered and being responsible then they can do what they want to with their cats okay so you fall under this category and i think the one teacher who we all know who it is um would as well if you weren't married would you be a, a crazy cat lady no i'd probably have another one but I don't think oh, that yeah, would, that would make you crazy at all. <laughs> crazy has nothing to do with the cat. You know, crazy has to do when the cats say meow and you meow back. Bradley, you hear me? Because um, that's crazy. You just don't understand. No. <laughs> so one of our teachers has a cat, has a bunny rabbit, and she described. The floppy ear syndrome. Did you know anything about that? I know that there's a kind of... Isn't there a kind of rabbit that has floppy ears? It's just, All rabbits have floppy ears. Well, some of them stand straight up. Well, this is this is when um, you your rabbit will lay down face first and its ears are just flopped out. 
and there's some kind of disease and her her rabbit got this and so oh does it die from it well not if you take it to the vet and oh. spend money on it which people eat rabbits it would seem at that time that it was time for dinner and you know you don't go and take a chicken to the vet you uh, kill him I and then you, is, he's, he's in a pot that? I bet there are there are vets for fancy chickens. There are people who raise fancy chickens to show. <laughs> are fancy are fancy chickens fried chickens? No. They're fried in a certain way. No, fancy chickens. You know what I'm talking about? Show chickens. Are they cocks? Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I think we've had enough of our guests for today. Oh, wait. I want to give it. I want to give marital advice to your engaged uh, person. Please do. Um, this is for the wonderful, steamy, hot Mr. Irvin. <laughs> the, this is marital advice. You're on your journey. Uh, we've been married almost 20 years. What can you tell? He him? says almost 20 because he doesn't really know how much it is. I do. It's 19 or 20. Coming up on 19. It's coming up on 19, all right. Well, Mr. Farney asked me earlier what advice I would give. And just so you know, we don't call each other Mr. Farney and Mrs. Farney. Yes, we do. No, we don't even call each other any names because we're the only two in the house. (laughs) And we know if you're talking... I don't know this because a lot of times she's talking to a cat, but go ahead, I'm sorry. (laughs) That's okay. To have a happy marriage and keep your wife happy, you should always do what she says because chances are she has already thought out everything about the situation and her suggestion and plans really are the best because she's already thought of all the contingencies and all the problems and made plans for them. Okay, so... That is the advice Phil lives by. So if that's the advice... Please tell me how the decor in our bedroom has a wall with my hats on it. Because you pick your battles. I, the hats don't bother me. It makes you happy. My life is about making you happy. So you think my hats make me happy? Well, they better. You stuck them up on the wall. <laughs> they do make, make me happy. The guns leaning up in the corner, that makes you happy, doesn't it? That's uh, security. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we've heard enough from you for now. Um, this is, again, this is just a test of, uh, how we might do a podcast. Um, I think we will always need to be cognizant of the time because we know that kids and parents can't listen too long, but maybe in this kind of format, they will listen longer and we can do something good and integrate this into part of our school culture and our seventh grade house of power. So thanks for listening. Please let me know what you think, and uh, we'll talk about a date where we can start the first podcast off and maybe have it out by the middle of September. Thanks.